I will read from the translation of the new at my site, waldoreedy.com, and comment beginning in Luke 6, verse 1. It happened on the second annual cessation. He went through growing crops. It was near harvest, of course, from what you'll see. His pupils plucked the heads. They ate what the hands had rubbed out, so they rubbed their hands together to get rid of the chaff. Verse 2, some of the elitists, there were always these religious fools, asked them, why have you done what the cessations have prohibited? Well, the cessations have never prohibited this. This was some uh, absolute religious church doctrine nonsense. Remember, there are no doctrines as far as the church is concerned. There are only doctrines as far as the Supreme's writings are concerned. We should be very careful to look at doctrines of men in any way as important. Verse 3, the originator liberates responded to them saying, Have you not read what loved, phonetically that's David, and those with him did when they were hungry? I'm not sure that's the Greek word, but I'm talking about his phonetic name. Verse 4, he went into the mighty one's place, took and ate the display bread which was prohibited to eat. See, that's, that's not church doctrine. That's the doctrines of the direction that is written and inspired by Supreme. Prohibited to eat except the leading religious servers alone and gave it to those with him also. Verse 5, he also said to them, so this is Jesus now, Supreme in the flesh, the finite human is the cessation director. They obviously didn't understand one thing. They were very stupid. They were very foolish. And of course, they were very religious. That is totally unimportant to Supreme. Verse 6, on another cessation, he went into the hall and taught. A man was there. His right hand was immobilized. Verse 7, the media and the elitist watched him closely that they might find something to accuse him. If he healed, that's the Tao word, on the cessation. What stupid ignoramuses are these people? Verse 8, he recognized their reasonings. He knew inside their uh, heart and their kidneys, as it's worded in the old, and said to the man with the immobilized hand, you must get up and stand in the center. So here he was, the center of attention. When he rose to stand, nine is the next verse, continuing the sentence. The originator liberate said to them, I ask you this, have the cessations prohibited healing or harming? Healing or killing a person? Wow, that was powerful question there. Oh, they didn't have any answers. They were just stupid. They were uh, very satanic and very hate-filled. Verse 10, looking around all of them, he said to the man, you must stretch out your hand. He did this. He did what Jesus said to do. And if he didn't, you know, nothing would have happened to him. He would not have been healed. His hand was restored healthy as the other. Absolutely amazing. And yet these people were what? Verse 11, they were filled with mad rage. They were insane. They were crazy. They discussed with all others how to purge the originator liberates. Lucas finds such excellent language, purge. 
They wanted him dead. They wanted to kill him. Verse 12, it happened during these days he went out into the mountain to contact. One of his favorite places to get away from people and to kneel down or uh, face down prostrate. He was spending the night in the mighty one's contact. Wow, that'd be hard for me to stay awake for a night. And uh, I don't know where I'd be if I were trying to contact for a night. Verse 13, when it became day, he summoned his pupils and chose 12 from them and called them captains. That's the phonetic word in the Greek, apostle. You know, if you know uh, Jacqueline, uh, Kennedy married Onassis. He was a captain, not only of a ship, but he had a whole fleet. And that meant he was in the Greek, an apostle. Verse 14, heard, that is Simeon, whom he also called movable rock. That is Petros. See, Jesus knew he was Petra, the rock solid mountain. But he called this movable rock, the, the, rock, the leader that was almost rock solid and his brother brave. Heal, that is Andrew and uh, James, and gracious originator, that is John. Horse friend, that is Philip. You know, we have all these names that we remember, but we need the meanings. And plowman's son, originator's gift and twin, changing's heel. And heard, who is name enthusiastic, another Simeon. Heal's brother, praise originator. And city's man's, you know who city's man's is? Praise originator, that's none other than Jude, who also was a traitor. He was more than a traitor. He was a thief. Verse 17, when he came down with them, he and his pupils stood on the plateau. That's not a mountain. That's a flat area. Well, a plateau could be up in the mountains. You know, the Poconos, that is a plateau up there. A crowd, a large number of the people from all over Praise Originator and Success Legacy, as well as the seacoast of Rock and Fisher. That's interesting because all these other areas were part of Israel. But Rock and Fisher, those were non-Israelite. Verse 18, came to hear him and have their diseases healed. That's the uh, iota word in the Greek. Those tormented by impure, timeless ones were healed. That's the Tao word. The entire crowd sought to touch him. For power went out from him and healed all. That's the iota word again. Verse 20. He lifted up his eyes toward his pupils saying, The dependent ones will be happy. And he's referring to those dependent on supreme. The mighty one's empire will be yours. That's why they'll be happy, because they'll be immortal. They'll be incorruptible, not like we are. Verse 21, one's hungering now. You will fill, you will eat your fill. <laughs> you won't need to. The ones weeping now will laugh. Verse 22, when the humans hate you, exclude, that is the word, corral you, reproach you, and spurn. Literally throw out your name as evil on account of the finite human. You will be happy. Verse 23, you will rejoice and skip in that day. Your reward in the beyonds, that is in infinity, will be great. Their papas treated the presenters similarly. Yes, we face some terrible, terrible times right now.
but in the near future, we will have the empire of Supreme set up and functioning worldwide. Verse 24, wretchedness is for you, rich ones. These are the ones that accumulate wealth and manipulate society. They are called oligarchs. You have your comfort, and it's very short-lived. Verse 25, wretchedness is for you that have been filled. You will hunger. It'll be very difficult to go through that experience of having plenty to eat and be fat and hungry. Wretchedness is for you that laugh now. You will be sad and weep. Verse 26, wretchedness is for you when all the humans speak well of you. Their papas treated the phony religious leaders similarly. Wretchedness, that's uh, woe and misery that is immediately ahead of us, engulfing us even now. Verse 27, I say to you that are listening, you must love your enemies. That's the hardest thing for us to do. Of course, we love our friends. And we must love supreme. But loving our enemies, that's the hardest thing to do. Treating ones, hating you well. Verse 28, you must gratefully praise mighty one for those cursing you and supplicate mighty one, mighty one about, those, about ones abusing you. I probably should uh, basically say the same there about ones, uh, change that to about those, and, uh, and that will be equal to the those cursing. Verse 29, you must offer ones hitting you on the cheek, the other also. This is a very light type of uh, hitting on the cheek. This is not some knockdown, drag out, break a bone, kill a person. You are not to withhold the shirt from ones taking away your robe. That would be in some sort of uh, legal battle. Verse 30, you must give all asking you and not demand back from ones taking away your things. Verse 31, you must treat humans just as you want them to treat you. Verse 32, what is the credit if you love ones loving you? Even those missing the target love ones loving them. That's a, no big deal. Verse 33, what is your favor if you treat well ones treating you well? Even the one missing the target does the same. Verse 34, what is your favor if you lend to ones from whom you have expectation to receive? Even those missing the target lend to those missing the target to receive what is consistent. Verse 35, you must love Treat well and lend to your enemies, not despairing. Your payment will be great. You will be highest sons, that is, supreme's sons. He is benevolent to the grateful and the evil. Verse 36, you must become compassionate just as your papa is also compassionate. Verse 37, you must not manage ethically, then you will not be ethically managed. You must not be critical, then you will not be criticized. You must not, you must pardon, you must, you then you will be pardoned. You must give, a good measure will be given you. What is pressed, shaken, and overflowing will be put into your lap. The same measure you measure will be measured opposite you. He said to them in a comparison, 
Sightless cannot lead sightless. Will they both not fall into a pit? A pupil is not beyond his teacher. Each will be like his teacher when fully trained. Verse 41, how have you seen the chip in your relative's eye and have not noticed the lumber in your eye? Verse 42, how can you not say to your relative, relative, you must permit me to remove the chip in your eye without seeing the lumber in your eye. Stager, this is the word hypocrite, meaning under criticizer of oneself, a phony, a stager. You must remove the lumber in your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the chip that is in your relative's eye. A fine tree will not produce bad results, nor a decayed tree produce fine results. Each tree is known from its own results. They gather no figs from the thorn plants, nor gather grapes from thorn bushes. Verse 45. The best human brings out the best from the best treasure of his heart. The evil human brings out the evil from the evil treasure of his heart. His mouth speaks from what fills the heart. Why have you called me director and not done what I say? If he's the boss, that's what the director is. We must do what he says or he's not our boss. Verse 47, I will show you whom one is like that hears my disclosures and follows them. Verse 48, he is like a human building a place who dug, went down deep, and laid a foundation around the stability. When a flood occurred, the deep waters smashed against that place. It could not shake it because it had been well-founded. Verse 49, one hearing and not following is like a human building his building around the ground without a foundation. That's what we do with mobile homes, even when we sink anchors. The deep water smashed against it. Immediately it fell. The breaking of that place was great. That concludes uh, chapter six. We'll stop there today.